Hey, hey, and welcome back to Faith Field Woman. This is Kristen. And today we're talking about worry. We're talking about when worry can keep us in a state of fear or just keep us in a state of focusing on our problems instead of God and all that he can do. So we're going to dig into that. We're going to talk about some things that might put it in different perspective for us. And then we're also going to talk about what does it mean if we find ourselves stuck in worry? So we're going to dive into that and more. Hi, beautiful friend, and welcome to Faith-Fueled Woman. I want to ask you, are you ready to accept the invitation we've been given to step into the adventure of pursuing God and what He has for us? I'm Kristen. I'm an encourager. I'm a Christian inspirational speaker, author, and podcaster. I help women grow in their faith, purpose, and business so they can have a lasting legacy and impact in their homes and in the world. If you want to partner with God and design your life to be less hurried, less stressed, be more excited and feel alive in your purpose and commitment to God and your family, this is the podcasting community for you. Grab your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen. And let's be encouraged. Okay, so the first thing is that uh, I want to, the reason I want to talk about worry is we all experience, or I'd say most humans experience worry, right? It's something that often, it's just kind of how we're wired, right? I mean, for first of all, you know, fight or flight, right? That response in us. And that's even responses in animals. Of course, we have a different and a more advanced brain, more parts of our brain, but that fight or flight sense about us is if we, if there's something like an animal that could attack us coming after us, of course we should worry, right? We need to be alert. And then we need to try to get away from the danger because that's how we survive. So I think one of the reasons that worry can happen to us is because sometimes we can get stuck in spinning out or continuing to get in this fight or flight mentality or mode, and we keep our cortisol levels cortisol levels high. So it makes sense why we're attuned to being able to worry or looking out for danger. But the problem is, is in our everyday lives, even when there's not some big immediate or imminent threat, we can get stuck in the worry, stuck in the fear, stuck in the anxiety. And God tells us that that's not what we need to do. He says he's there for us and that we should look to him. We should pray to him and we should not have worry. So that's what we're going to go into today. And I will tell you, honestly, I think. Well, first of all, since before I've had children, I've definitely had worry in my life. I'm not a huge worrier, but I'm also a what if person. Sometimes that's good. Like, what if this goes right? But it can also be the what if it goes wrong. So I've been there. And then once I had kids and I have kids that are teen and college age uh, boys. But once I had children, of course, there's times where as a parent, you worry, right? Is your child okay? Is Are they sick? Is something wrong with them? Are they going to be safe? But I think a little bit of that is expected, right? Because once again, we're trying to keep our children alive, right? We procreated and now we want to make sure they're alive, but we don't want worry to take away our joy or take away all of the uh, peace that we could have in our lives. And so uh, I totally relate to that. And I do wonder if I haven't allowed worry to creep in a little bit more, a little bit more over the last couple of years, because since COVID, I definitely have allowed myself 
to kind of go down some rabbit holes of, of worry or concern for the future. Now, now, I wasn't the person that was so much worried about COVID, the virus, because of my mindset around viruses, that they're part of nature, that they're, they exist, and that we can do things to try to stay healthier and safe from you know viruses that we are around. So it was less about the virus. Of course, I didn't want any of my loved ones, especially my parents or anybody older to get sick. That's not the point. It's that the things that worried me were were more like, oh my gosh, my kids seem to be doing worse. Are they okay uh, because of the isolation? Uh, Are we going to lose our rights, right? Our rights to, um, to move freely, our rights for medical freedom. I mean, in other words, there's been a lot of worry. There's been a lot of question marks going on in the world, especially in the last handful of years. And so when I saw a post by the CEO and founder of Mercy House Global, her name's Kristen Clark Welch, uh, the other day about worry, it really hit home for me. And I think it will for you too. And I wanted to share what she says or a little bit about what she says about it. And then I'm going to share some ideas and some scripture that might help all of us. So if you don't know what Mercy House Global is, it's a nonprofit fair trade company that empowers women. So basically they um, they sell products like clothing and jewelry, maybe bags and other things in their stores and I think online. And then that money helps women um, have better lives that create those products. Okay, so that is what Kristen does. So she's a, a mom, she's a CEO, she's a busy lady. Okay, and this was her uh, statement. And, and she's actually someone else that if I didn't mention her the other day, but she's on Instagram at we are that family. And here is what her graphic said the other day. Worry is idolatry. What? I mean, when I saw that, it kind of slapped me in the face, right? I thought, wait a minute. Uh-oh, hold on here. You know, I think that most of us, especially myself, when I think about idolatry, I think about all the things that maybe we get stuck on. You know, um, it could be money, entertainment, um, the sinful things. But I didn't really think about worry, something going on in my mind as far as trying to think about my future or my family's future or, you know, my kids or what's happening to the world. And so I thought, wow, that, that is something that I'm going to have to spend some time thinking about. I'm going to have to really think that through. And so before I jump into some things that she brings up that I think will, will resonate with you, something else I shared before was a quote by Toby Max, Speak Life. And it said, focus on me, not your storm. And this really kind of spoke to that whole thing about worrying is really us, if you will, putting our time and energy and thoughts into something that is not God, which is the opposite of him, right? It's fear instead of faith in him and his power and ability. Uh, And so I thought that really hit this this, uh, episode well. Focus on me, not your storm. Okay. And so here's kind of the gist of what she says. She said, I have spent most of my adult life worried about something. Now that's wrong. I have worried about, she said, no, that's wrong. I have worried about almost everything. She goes on to say, insert any area of my life. And I can guarantee I've lost sleep over it, wrung my hands about it, begged God for it, ruminated on it. And been it's been as exhausting as it sounds. 
Okay. And then later she goes on to explain that she said, there's been no secret recipe or magic solution to the path of surrender I am now on. It was more of a give it over or give it up crossroads. And then she even goes on to say what I sort of said, which was, I didn't realize I was practicing idolatry with every decision to try and figure out the future. She says, I am not God and I do not need to know the unknown. Honestly, I probably couldn't handle a lot of it. And then she goes on to say, you know, she has lots of things, of course, to, that she could be worrying about. But she says now that she's kind of given it over, she surrendered it to God. She no longer has that. She feels more worry-free than she's ever felt. And then this is the last thing she leaves it with. I am grateful for the past and I trust God for the future. If worry is idolatry, then surrender is freedom. Remember that. Surrender is freedom. God tells us to lift up our our worries and our fears to him and that we don't have to bear that burden, you know, alone, especially. And so uh, one scripture that really kind of spoke to me about this is it's Luke 12, 25 that says, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? And think about that. If we worry, we're spending time, not in the present moment. We're not spending time, um, loving on someone or showing them kindnesses or serving them or connecting to God. We are stuck in a different place, a place of worry, a place of what ifs, but the bad what ifs. And so that's one scripture that I think is great. And I might print it and put it in my office in front of my you know, computer so I can see it, which is, I'm going to repeat it again. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? And then another scripture is, let's see, it's Isaiah 41.10. And it says, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So once again, we're told not to be afraid. We're told not to be dismayed or not to fret and that he will be our strength. It's so promising. Yet I think we try instead of surrendering, We get stuck in the spinning of the worry and the fear. We get stuck in trying to lift up these worries and these fears ourselves to try to do it in our own human strength. But we may try to be strong, but I think the quote goes, but he gives us strength. Our strongness ends, but his strength doesn't. So we can put our hope in that. And then another one says just, Be strong. Do not fear. Your God will come. That's Isaiah 35, 4. I think that's a really important point. Be strong. Do not fear. Your God will come. This is a promise. We are being promised that God is coming. He's coming to help us. He's coming to lift off these burdens. He's in the details. We don't have to sit there and be afraid. We can be confident He is coming. And then of course in life, there's going to be hard things and there's going to be things that we can't plan for. And truly, even if we tried to, it's the life we don't know. The future is unknown to us, not to God, but to us. And so here's another um, scripture that speaks to even if we're going through something to still not be afraid. It's 1 Peter 3.14, which says, But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. 
And I'm going to be honest with you, that's another one I'm going to need to print and put in front of my computer that I can see it every day. And here's why. Some of the things that I've been, we'll just say ruminating on over the last couple of years are things that are possibilities. They could happen. Uh, And there's some indication that they might happen. But why am I so focused on the problems or the possible storm brewing that I am taking my mind off of God and all his promises and all the miracles that he's done and can do in the future? I am being unlike David and worrying more about Goliath, the problem, than I am thinking about and praising and lifting up to the God that I know he's going to come through for me and that he will be triumphant, that we will be triumphant through him. So somehow many of us have gotten lost. We've gotten off the path of focusing on God, focusing on his promise that he's coming, his promise that he, we are on his side and with him, we will win. We will be triumphant. And so I think these are two scriptures that I need first, I mean, front front and center of me, and maybe you do too. So I'm going to say 1 Peter 3, 14 again. But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. And once again, that's telling me, let's say that I was worried about something of the future, that we will get something taken away, a right, whatever it might be. That still doesn't mean in that instance, I should be afraid of what might happen or I should fear the threats or be frightened. It means that no matter what's to come, God has my back. He has your back. He has all of our backs. How amazing is that? And so I think one of the things is, is we need to get scripture about um, not being afraid, not worrying, lifting our, um, you know, our problems up to the Lord and that God is bigger than all of our problems. I think those need to be front and center, maybe on our daily um, calendar or in a journal, a prayer journal. Maybe we need to print them and put them front and center, print them and put them in your Bible or if you have like a prayer wall. But I think too often we get stuck in the busy. We get stuck in the what ifs and we get stuck in the worry. And we don't realize that it's actually impacting our lives more than we realize. How can we be asking God for the promises and the miracles when we're stuck thinking that he's not capable of taking care of our troubles and our worries and our problems? And then uh, Lisa Bevere had shared something uh, that I think was really relevant as well. She says this, pray in such a way that It scares what is scared within you. Let me rephrase that. Pray in such a way that it scares what is scared within you. And so she goes on to explain, we need to pray bold prayers, bigger prayers, prayers that we are beyond just something simple, but they're, they're big to ask God to move that we believe how big and powerful he is. And I think that that's important. Do we pray prayers that scare the devil? Do we pray prayers that are scaring the darkness to get the heck out? Because God is coming and God is almighty. I think those are promises that we can hold on to. And I just thought that that was so good. 
worry is idolatry. And now whether it is or is not, to me, it made me stop. It made me really think and it made me reflect. And it reminded me that what do I do? I go and I can find scripture to remind me what God says we do with worry and fear and, you know, fretting and all of those things. And he says, basically, do not fear. Do not be dismayed. He will strengthen us and he is coming. What a promise. So I hope today's episode will just help you think about and reflect. What are you ruminating on? Is it, you know, in other words, are you ruminating on negative things, on things that you can't control about, you know, what might happen tomorrow or what's your neighbor doing? And, you know, you're gossiping or you're frustrated and worry, worry, worry. Or instead of ruminating, are you continuing to find time to pray to God, to read his word and know that he's here for us, that we don't have to stay in a state of fear and worry because, you know, they say faith over fear. You know, if we just make God the focus and remember that he is greater than any of our problems, I think that is a great reminder for today. So I hope this episode helps you think a little bit about your own thoughts and what you're lifting up to the Lord. Until next time, have a great day. Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven-day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Thanks again for listening to Faith Fueled Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.